Hey, this is Jeremy Isaacs, lead pastor of Generations Church, where we want to live like it matters. For more information about our church, you can visit us at g.church. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. Thanks again for listening. Well, come on. How are we doing, Generations Church? You doing good? Woo! It is fall break weekend, so if you're watching online at the beach, welcome to you. We're jealous of you. Uh, but we're so thankful that you are here in the room today. We know you could have been anywhere else, but you're here with us, and we're so excited that you are. If you have not, if I have not had the opportunity to meet you, uh, my name is Pastor Aaron. I am the associate pastor here at Generous Church, and one of my roles uh, is over connections and overseeing connections. So if you're looking uh, to take next steps in your faith, take next steps in your walk with God, or uh, if you're new here and you're looking to get plugged in and get connected, uh, find a group that you can get involved in and plugged into, get on a serving team, uh, go through Discover Track. I would love to help you with that. Uh, so you can always email me at Aaron at G.Church. That's two A's R-O-N, just to let everybody know, uh, at G.Church. Uh, but today is an exciting day to, because I get the opportunity to speak uh, and proclaim the Word of God. So I'm excited about that. Uh, but thank you, Pastor Jeremy and Miss Corey, uh, for your leadership, for your trust in me uh, to share this stage. So I'm thankful. Uh, this morning, we're going to be starting a two-week series uh, on the value of honor, of the value of honor. Pastor Jeremy will conclude this uh, series next week, but today, I just got to be honest, you got me. So, all right, so fasten your seatbelts. You know, on the plane, they say, fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a ride. Let's go, all right? Come on. Uh, if you've ever run a golf cart with me, you better need to hold on. Uh, but today, the title of my message is Honor Called to Live Differently. Called to Live Differently. As followers of Jesus Christ, we are called to live differently. As a follower of Jesus Christ, you are called to live differently. We are called to live in a different way than the rest of the world and what what the world tells us to live. We're called to live a different way. One of my favorite subjects in school uh, was history. Anybody like history in the room? All right. There's a couple, there's a good a lot of people that like history. Now, history was my fifth favorite subject, and I'll tell you why. Because first was PE, second was lunch, third was weight training because I had to work off lunch, and then my fourth, this surprised some people in the room, surprised my wife, was math. And then it was history. The first three, I got straight A's. All the other subjects, I got all B's. Uh, we'll just leave it at that. All 80s, weirdly enough, in high school, all throughout high school, average 80s. Uh, but uh, I loved history. I loved learning about history. I loved history class. Uh, I don't know what it was, but I loved learning about American history, world history. And I think one thing that I loved most about history and learning most in history class was just about different people uh, in this world uh, that, that lived their life that was memorable, uh, that lived their life in a way that it affected and impacted others in, in this world and the people around them uh, through how they lived their life, how, how they carried themselves. Uh, it, it affected and impacted the people around them in this world, people that had good values. Uh, people that through those good values, what they did in this world was memorable uh, in, in history books for generations and generations to come to learn about and 
somehow memorized the night before for a test coming up. It was memorable for generations to come. Not all of them uh, were Christians, but they had, they had these good values. And values teach us how to live contrary to the world. They teach us how to live contrary to the rest of the world. And value is a person's principle or standard of behavior. So living our lives with the value of honor makes us different, makes us live differently than the rest of the world. And that's especially today, am I right? Especially today in this world. Uh, But the definition of honor, and I'm giving you the Greek word for honor, and it's timē. It's timē. It looks like time. If you look at it, it looks like time. Uh, But it means to value, to respect, to, to highly esteem, to treat as precious and weighty, uh, to, to, to give value to something, to be valuable. Uh, another definition of honor and dishonor, honor is to value, to see its worth, and to give weight to it. Dishonor is the opposite, of course, but it means to take lightly, undervalue, to not see something or someone's worth, and to undervalue it. So when you honor someone or something, you, you, you give value to it. You give respect to it. Uh, you treat it as precious and valuable. You see its worth and you add weight to it. Uh, you see others' worth and you value them. That's one of my, my prayers as a husband and as a father is to, to honor my wife and to honor my, my kids and to, to give respect and to give, to give value uh, to give my time to it, to, to be honorable to them. Uh, you see, that is different than the rest of the world. You see how that is different than the rest of the world today, and, and, and even in history as well. Giving honor and living honorably is different than the rest of the way and what the world teaches us how to live. If you have your Bibles today, I want you to turn to Mark 6, 1 through 6. Mark 6, found in the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, so the second book uh, in the New Testament. And we're going to look at Mark 6 for a second uh, for today. Uh, And I'm going to read out of the New Living Translation, NLT. Uh, And verse 1 through 6 talks about Jesus returning home. We're going to see and and pull from this story over the next time, time that we have together Uh, It says this, starting in verse one. Jesus left that part of the world, of the country, and returned with his disciples to Nazareth, his hometown. The next Sabbath, he began teaching in the synagogue, and many who heard him were amazed. They asked, where did he get all this wisdom and power to perform such miracles? So at first, in the the second second verse, we see that the, the, the people of his hometown were amazed at his wisdom, amazed at his power. They were amazed at his teaching. They were amazed at Jesus. But then how quickly it changes. In verse 3, it says, then they scoffed. Isn't that the, what you hear a lot of times in our world? People scoff a lot. It's like, um, and then it continues, and it says, he's just a carpenter, the son of Mary, and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon. And his sisters live here among us. Uh, and then I love this as well. It says, then uh, they were deeply offended and refused to believe in him. Then Jesus told them, a prophet is honored everywhere except in his own hometown 
and among his relatives and his own family. And because of their unbelief, and, and I would say dishonor as well, because of their unbelief, he couldn't do any miracles among them except place his hands on a few sick people and heal them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. And, and I would say also dishonor along with that. First, you see in, in verse 2 that they were, they, they, when they heard Jesus and heard his teaching, they were amazed. But then you see so quickly the shift, the, the shift in verse 3 where it says, and then they scoffed, and, 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 and then they were, uh, they were offended at Jesus. Uh, so isn't that like our world today? You're friends with someone on social media or, or real life, whatever it may be, and through social media, man, they start liking your post and loving what you're doing and, you know, comment, that's so awesome, you know, whatever it may be, like, uh, you're, you're killing it or whatever it may be, and so they're liking your posts, and then all of a sudden, it happens, am I right? It happens, there's a switch up, and then you post something that they do not believe that, uh, uh, like you, and then they scoff, and they're offended, and what do they do? They hit that unfollow button, or they hit that unfriend button, or they, you see them in public, and they don't talk to you again. <laughs> uh, it's, they, they, how quick the switch up is. We all see it. We all know it. So Jesus, in the stories, returning back to his hometown, and after performing miracles that we see in Mark 5, uh, I encourage you to go back and read Mark 5. It's an incredible Incredible book and chapter of Mark, uh, but Jesus does incredible miracles in Mark five, <laughs> and and uh, and the people of his hometown were amazed at his teaching and his wisdom and his power. Instead of honoring Jesus, they scoffed and become offended and dishonor him. They call him just a carpenter. They they say he's just the son of Mary. So we see the people of Nazareth dishonor Jesus. They, they undervalue him. They don't respect him. And it concludes with saying, and because of their disbelief and unbelief, he couldn't do any miracles among them except to place his hands on a few sick people and heal them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. So because of their dishonor and dishonor of Jesus, he says he couldn't do any miracles among him. Not not that he didn't want to do miracles and didn't have the power to do miracles, but because of their dishonor and their disbelief, he couldn't do any miracles. Uh, we see in Romans 12, 10, in, in, in a V version, it says, honor one another above yourselves. Value one another above yourselves. Respect one another above yourselves. Give, give weight to others, not physically, uh, to others, uh, you can. Maybe that's showing honor to people you feed them. Am I right? Hello, Nikki Normal. I love it. Uh, there you go. If you want a dessert, you just need to see Nikki. It's incredible. I will gain 30 pounds if I keep eating. Uh, but anyways, uh, get to, to honor one another above yourself. God has called us. God has called you to honor others. God has called us to honor others that, that others have given up on. God has called us to honor others. So today, 
I have three points in a challenge for you, and then I'll let you go. I promise. Three, three points in a challenge, and then I'm going to let you go today. But my first point <clears throat> is this. Honor elevates and dishonor decimates. Honor elevates and dishonor decimates. When we give honor to someone, it elevates them to a higher position. Uh, it, it, it doesn't matter if they deserve it or they've earned it. When you honor them, it elevates them to a higher position position. It takes them from whatever we see physically with our physical eyes and sees them how, how, how Christ sees them and sees them through a spiritual lens to see them how God sees them. So it elevates them from their morally corrupt, morally uh, 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 bad ways, you could say, uh, to a state worthy of honor and respect. And I want to give you this today. Honoring others begins with God's claim on them. It doesn't begin with what we see. It begins with God's claim on their life. We see people as they are through, through physical eyes. Am I right? We see, you know, their, what they do and what they post and, and who they are and what they look like and their status in this world. We see through the physical eyes instead of God's view of them. We don't see them how God created them as a child and children of God. God says that as believers, we are to honor everybody, everybody. When, when you look around at people, even the people that insult you or, or turn their back on you, you must see them as God sees them, as people worth dying for. God sent his son to die on the cross for me, for you, for everybody, and we are to strive to see them how God sees them. When you honor people, raise their value, elevate them. When you, when you affirm people, you raise their value. When you respect and, and appreciate people, you raise their value. We have to move past our physical lens and look through the spiritual lens and see them how God sees them. It says in 1 Samuel 16, verse 7, it says this, it says, but the Lord said to Samuel, don't, don't judge by his appearance, or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord doesn't see things the way you see them. People judge on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. The Lord looks at the heart. We have to look past our physical lens, our physical eyes, and see others the way God sees others. When you when you ascribe uh, when we ascribe honor to someone, they often become more honorable. Not saying all the time when we, when we give honor to someone that they become more honorable, but, but oftentimes I have found when I give honor, when I give value to someone, when I give respect to someone, it, it kind of challenges them to step up, am I right? It challenges them to, to kind of step up in their life and become more honorable and, and to live more honorably. Oftentimes, not every time, Oftentimes, have you ever given honor to a three-year-old? That doesn't work out sometimes, am I right? It's the same with a 30-year-old or a 50-year-old. Oftentimes, they become more honorable. Don't wait for people to deserve honor. Don't wait people to earn honor. Don't wait for people to agree with you in everything that you believe and how you think. Don't, don't wait for that. Give honor anyway. Start with giving honor and start with seeing people how God sees people. So first, we see that honor elevates and dishonor uh, decimates. Uh, point number two for today 
is honoring others is countercultural. Honoring others is countercultural. Honoring others goes against the cultural norm. It's gone against the cultural norm in history, but it's, it's especially today. There's something about today's world that honoring others is really, really countercultural. And today's world is filled with hatred. It's filled with, uh, with, with uh, division. It's filled with disrespect. It's filled with dishonor. Uh, it's normal to see division all over the news and all over social media and all uh, in families. Uh, it's, it's normal to even see division and dishonor in churches. Uh, we, we've lost honor for leadership and we've lost honor for authority. Uh, we've lost, lost honor for coworkers and we've lost honor for our spouse and for our kids and for our parents. We've lost honor for others around us in our community. Uh, it, it's, it's a cultural norm today. You see it, I see it, uh, and it's tough to see. There, there are family members that won't even go and be in the same room as each other anymore because they have lost honor or because uh, for, for, for the other family members because they don't agree with, with what they believe. And, and it's caused division within families. There, there are church people around the world that won't, won't attend the same church as other churches because, uh, other church people, because they don't believe and think the same way, and their views are different, or uh, they, they, they believe something different, in, in, in whether it be politically or how they live their life. They, they won't even go to the same church. There, there are co-workers and workers that have lost honor for the people above them and for people around them at their jobs. They dishonor their commitment to their job and, and don't follow what they've been asked to do. This is a cultural norm in our world, but we as a people of God and followers of Christ are called to live our lives differently. We're called to live differently. Uh, we are called to honor others above ourselves. That's a hard thing to do, am I right? It's a hard thing to do to honor someone above yourself. Let's be honest. We can be pretty selfish sometimes. Uh, and, and, and we want people to give us honor and respect and to value us. I like to be valued. I, I know that's, that's just, I'm just going to be honest with you. I like to be valued. I like, I like to be appreciated. Uh, and I like to, to be given honor. But it's hard to not, it's hard to, uh, to give more honor than yourselves, like honor others above yourselves to get past that. But that's what we're called to do. And I pray that we're a people and we are a church that honors others, that values others, and that no matter what people look like, no matter what they have done, no matter what their, their thoughts or their political opinions are, that we honor them, that we value them, we care for them. Let's honor people like God has called us to do. And when we do that, I truly, truly do believe that, that people will come to know the love of God and, and their hearts will be open to God moving in their lives and they, they will begin a relationship with Jesus and, 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 and gain eternal life. Like I truly do believe that life change will happen when we're different than the world and we honor others above ourselves. So secondly, we see that honoring others is counterculture. My third point is this. It's, it's my honor to honor others. It's my honor other, to honor others. Honoring is not just for the person on the receiving end of honor. In fact, 
I think you can get more honor by giving it than when you receive it. And if we go back to our scripture in Mark chapter 6, uh, verse 4 through 6, it says this. It says, then Jesus told them, a prophet is honored everywhere except in his own hometown and among his relatives and his own family. And because of their unbelief, their dishonor, he cannot do any miracles among them except place their, his hands on a few sick people and heal them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. Just the chapter before in Mark 5, Jesus performed these incredible miracles. Like, if you, like I've said before, if you have not read Mark 5, like read Mark 5. It's, it's, it's impactful. Uh, he, he, he healed a woman that had been bleeding for 12 years. Uh, he, he restores a demon-possessed man. He raises a little girl, a daughter, uh, that from, from the dead, that, that others would say uh, that she was dead, and Jesus comes in and says, oh, she's just asleep. It's an impactful story. I love Mark 5. But then in Mark 6, we see Jesus return to his hometown, and the people there dishonor him, uh, and, and, they, and they scoff at him. Uh, they, they, they are de- deeply offended by him. So in return, it says that because of their disbelief, because of their dishonor, that Jesus couldn't do any miracles. All he could do was lay his hands on a couple of sick people. There are benefits to honoring others. There are benefits to honoring others. The joy you experience when you honor others is, is, is unexplainable. Uh, the pride, not in the negative pride, but the pride that, that you feel when you honor others and you value others, it's unexplainable. The blessing you experience when you honor others is, is unexplainable. We see it in Exodus 20, verse 12, where it says, honor your father and your mother. Uh, and, and the parents said, amen. Amen? And I wish, yeah. Uh, I got three kids. Oh, one, we're going to be teaching that one. Beginning of the, they start learning. Uh, <laughs> honor your father and your mother. And we see the second part of that scripture. It says, so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Honor your, and when you give honor, it says, so that you may live long in the land your Lord your God is giving you. The Bible talks about honoring God, honoring people, uh, and giving and receiving honor. But it also says honor brings blessing. Uh, blessing in the Bible is related to the well-being in all of life. For example, as we saw in Exodus 12, uh, 2012, that when you honor your father, and your mother, uh, it is tied to long living and having things go well with us. Honoring, honor is a blessing and it brings blessing as well. We can see this in our daily lives. We treat people well and esteem people well and respect people well. We will have a healthier family life. We will help have healthier relationships. If I honor my wife who's sitting on this front row, uh, if I honor her, and I value her, and I respect her, and I treat her well, and I give weight to her, and, and, I, and I, I just, I, just I, 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 I esteem her. Our marriage will be better because of my honor to her. And if we're honoring each other in, 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 in our daily lives, man, we will have a healthy, healthy marriage. We will be quicker to receive a promotion uh, at work if we honor our boss, and we honor our coworkers, and we honor our commitment. Yes, sometimes honor uh, doesn't always bring a some quad quote, some, some, uh, some would say quote unquote reward. It doesn't always do that. 
uh, at least not in this life, but nevertheless, ultimately honor brings blessing, whether in this life or the life to come. So we see it is my honor to honor others. In, in, in John 13, uh, Jesus does this incredible thing that I love. Uh, and, and I wanna close with, 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 with this and I'll give you a challenge. But one of my favorite stories is found in John 13 where Jesus, Jesus and his disciples were at this meal. And Jesus, let's, be, let's remember who he is. He's the son of God, that, that he's the Messiah. Like we, we remember who Jesus is. Like don't, don't undervalue him. Don't, 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 don't think he's not more than he is. Like this is Jesus son of God, and, and they're at a meal, and he's at, with his disciples, and all of a sudden, Jesus gets up. He gets up from the table. Um, it takes, he says that he takes uh, his outer garments off, and he gets on his hands and his knees, and he washes his disciples' feet. Now, uh, I didn't live 2,000 years ago. I just want you to know, I'm not that old, uh, but I don't think they had, you know, shoes like we do like good, clean, you know. I don't think they had paved roads like, like we do now. So their feet were, were, were probably really disgusting. Like I go outside for like two seconds and I, I have to wash my feet. But I'm sure their feet were disgusting. But Jesus honored others so much that he got on his hands and his knees and he scrubbed and he washed and he dried his disciples' feet. Let it, and, and I love uh, what it kind of concludes that story with in, in John 13 and verse 15. It's not gonna be on the screen, but it says this. It says, I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Let's show honor like Jesus showed honor. Let's show honor to others like Jesus showed honor. Let's live differently like we're called to live differently. So this morning, I wanna leave you with a challenge. And, and it's found in a verse that we talked about earlier, Romans 12, 10. This is a different version because I love this version. It says uh, in the ESV version, English Standard Version, it says, it says this. It says, outdo one another in showing honor. Outdo one another in showing honor. I hope in your life that you outdo others in showing honor. I hope in your marriage you outdo others in showing honor. I hope in your parenting, you outdo others in showing honor. In your work and in, in, in the community, you outdo others in showing honor. This past Thursday, I was at Panera, um, kind of getting ready for this. I knew this was coming up. I knew, knew this scripture was on my radar. And, and as I came in, uh, uh, one, of my, one of my friends that I met probably eight, nine years ago, I hadn't seen probably in like seven years. Uh, like it's been a minute. Uh, as I was walking in to order, um, and, and uh, as I was walking in, he was walking from, I guess, sitting down to the ordering station at Panera. Um, if you love Panera, I love the pumpkin muffins. But you know, uh, it's the fat boy in me. Um, but as I'm walking in, he's walking to order as well. And, and you know what you do when you see someone you hadn't seen in a long time, like, oh my gosh, what's up? Hey, how's it going? You know, you just kind of freak out. You do this like, da, 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 da. And the lady at the counter, I'm sure is just like super annoyed. Like, are you going to order? Like, that's cool that y'all haven't seen each other in a long time, but you're just standing here. There's people starting to line up. And so anyway, so he ordered, he got to the counter before me. So he orders, I forget what he orders, a bagel and coffee. 
Uh, and as soon as he got done, like, I was like, I'm going to get this. As soon as he got done, I go, and I'm, I, I got his order. Like, I'm going to pay for his. Uh, and, and he goes, no, you're not. Like, I was going to pay for yours. And then the battle ensued, all right? Am I, am I in that? No, I'm going to get it. No, you're going to get it. And, and finally, 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 I gave in, and I lost that battle, all right? Um, and, so, <laughs> and so he goes and sits down, sits down, and I was like, but I haven't lost the war, all right? So he's there with like eight to ten guys. They're doing a Bible study for guys at their work. Uh, it was actually uh, with Goshen Valley, um, one of our missions partners, uh, and, and they were there. It was, it was workers that, that worked there, uh, and, and, and so they're sitting there, and I'm kind of listening and trying to like see if they're almost done, and like uh, I'm waiting for them to wrap up, and so it was like he got me with paying for, paying for my bagel and coffee, but I'm going to win this war. So I went back, and I went to the counter. I was like, I need 10 pastries. And I didn't just get one, one of each, like one, one thing. I got 10 of the good stuff, like the blueberry scone, like the orange scone, uh, the, the, the cinnamon roll, uh, the cookies. The cookies there are really good. Uh, the muffins. And I, as soon as I saw them get done, I kept working. As soon as I saw them went done, I just walked over there, and I handed it to him. And I was just like, hey, you can buy, he can buy my breakfast, but he ain't winning this. Like, and so, like, I didn't say that like that, but... <laughs> You know, but that's what we need to do. We need to outdo one another in showing honor. Let us outdo others in showing honor. Let us value people that, that, that is so evident that others see it. That when you go to work, like you're honoring your boss, you're honoring your job, you're honoring your coworkers, that, that your coworkers notice, your boss notices, like people start to notice. Let it go home and honor your wife. And, 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 and to the point where she's just like, or he's like, like, what, what, what happened? Like, and, and you're outdoing one another. Like, I hope that's a fight we have. Like, let's just fight over outdoing each other in honor. Isn't that right? Wouldn't that be a good fight? Wouldn't that be a good fight? Uh, like, let's, let's outdo one another in showing honor. That is my challenge for you this week. For, for your life as a follower of Christ, outdo others in showing honor. Let's go to God in prayer today as we close. God, we thank you today. We thank you for our time, God, that we have together. God, I thank you for the opportunity to bring your word. God, I pray, God, that, God, that, it, that it just resonate with us, that, you, that it moves our hearts and it moves our life to go and honor others. God, I pray for each person in this room, God, each, each person watching online, God, that you see them, you know them, you know how their week's been, you know, uh, uh, you know what they've been dealing with and facing, God, and I pray today, God, that your strength, your comfort, your guidance, your, your love, uh, God, that your grace would flood their lives, God, that you move in their life. God, as they come and go, God, as they go to work tomorrow, as they go on vacation, God, as they go, go out in the community, God, that you be with them, that you protect them, that you guide them, you lead them, God, that they live honorably and show honor to others so that others will see your love, God. God, I pray blessings upon them, and we love you and praise you and give you glory. And everybody said amen. Thanks again for listening. If today's message was an encouragement to you, we invite you to share it with your friends and family. Maybe subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It just helps us spread the word about what God's doing here at Generations Church. For more information about the church, visit us at g.church. Have a great day, and God bless.